0: I, I, I did send Jason's video to my wife yesterday and she uh, she had to watch it in like 30 second bursts because she just start oh crying. And she's like, I, I want to close it, but I also w- want to see all of this. So I'm just going to come oh, back with it. Wait, the video, like, that, yeah. the video <laughs> that he made for me? Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, <laughs> wow. that's so sweet. Like, yeah, it made me weep. I've like, honestly, I'm not a yes, huge Yes, of course. It's a, if
0: you said it didn't, you were like, meh, like that'd be so sociopathic. <laughs> right.
1: I wouldn't even be that surprised. I'm not a huge crier, but that one, that one, that one got me. That was good, even though it was paid for. It's still, it's still, <laughs> it yes. was like very intentional. Yeah,
2: yeah, very earnest. Yeah. Um, there's a video that my mom was just describing to me about this young girl who's blind that got Harry Potter for Christmas, oh, and gosh. it was in braille. And she just started, and I was like, no. And my, my sister was like, are you crying? I was like, yes, I am, yes. I am. And then someone sent it to me, and then I was like. Here we go. Sweet <laughs> as we expected, go. a
1: puddle. <laughs> Here we puddle. go. <laughs> I've been trying to stay away from like most emotional things lately. I've been binging um the Great British no, not the Great British baking. I mean, I did that. I already did that. But the really Great Pottery that. Throwdown, which oh. I would highly suggest.
2: Ooh. I'd probably find a reason to cry though, still.
1: Oh, you'll cry in it, yeah. I'd be like, that, the that pot? So is... it's the same Great British Baking People and like whole production and setup. Like the game is the same, um, Gotcha. but it's pottery. It awesome. And Let's it's amazing.
0: Absolutely no game. There's no victory. No <laughs> one has any reason to cheer against anyone else. And they still fucking cry. It doesn't make it's any the sense into how, how right. Paddington British it is. I love it so much. It's the
1: <laughs> best. They only just get a little plate. <laughs> the best but it's the same in the pottery version they don't win anything they just have a little lunch but it's just as earnest and they're all just they as just have a little and lunch it's they can have
0: a, a little treat as a victory <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> they have like a little lunch a, as a, treat. And a picnic but it's so cool it's honestly i think it's cooler than the baking all the pottery is really awesome and it's and the main guy is not like paul He's way softer. He cries in every episode. He'll be like judging the pottery and he's like, the, the glaze on this pot. And it's amazing.
0: I didn't notice when the show made it a big deal about Paul's handshake mattering until like two I seasons know. ago, where suddenly like he was doing it every episode and they're like, this is a big deal. I was like, I don't remember that happening before. Like, are you gaslighting like, me on Paul's handshakes?
1: I agree. <laughs> It frustrated me, too. I I think it was, like, season four when the contestants started being fans, and you could tell. Like, they were like, I'm in the tent. I'm like, shut up. Be cool. Come on.
0: Also, again, it's a tent. I don't know what you're...
1: Exactly. It's the worst baking environment ever. That's true. I never thought about that. Yeah, they're in a hot tent in the summer (laughs) in England. Baking hot
2: things. Break What's been bringing you joy during this time, or... (laughs) Is anything bringing you joy? <laughs> what's been bringing he just you joy? Or slowly sadness? starts crying?
0: <laughs> uh, strike and a miss. Let's try that one again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's been oh, happening, so Brock? What's depressing you lately?
0: Oh, wow. Oh, boy. What isn't? Uh, it was uh, my <laughs> it wife curve. and I's uh, four year anniversary last Thursday, uh, which uh, means that we got married just after the last inauguration. So we've literally never been married a day that wasn't under Trump. That is um, a happy day. It is. and, and That a, is a cause to celebrate. We did the sort of joke of like, oh, as soon as this switch is over, all of our fights are resolved. There's absolutely nothing left <laughs> to
3: right. argue
0: about. But uh, on, on Thursday, it was four years exactly. And uh, we happened to both uh, be eligible for the vaccine that day. So that was our big romantic That's thing amazing. was to get vaccinated. And we had plans for later. And then um, here's the thing. Uh, vaccine number one. Uh, just kicked our ass for uh, four Ouchie. and a half straight days. Uh, so oh, no. like, oh, no. both of us lying I've on different kind couches, sleeping like 15 hours. And we're like, tomorrow's the day that we're going to the, the yeah. thing. <laughs> and like, it's not.
1: <laughs> i started it's kind of a, a bitch. And Which one did you take?
0: Uh, the Pfizer, but also like okay. both, of us, both of us, the arm we got it in, like the arms just went dead for this period too, like I couldn't even lift a video game controller, and I was like, Damn. I have to keep all this inside because these are very minor complaints about getting the goddamn <laughs> vaccine before everyone else <laughs> I know so like, an arm being fall asleep tingly, that one can just stay inside, that doesn't matter <laughs> oh. oh, he couldn't play video games yeah, if it makes you feel games? any worse, no. you can oh. get it <laughs>
1: Yeah, if it, if you ever need a little perspective, you're getting it before me, so.
0: That's insane. Which is kind of Please a downer, I wish I, I kind of you.
1: I wish I hadn't said it. Actually, technically, I could fly to Texas and get it, but I'm choosing not to because I'm like really close anyways, so don't feel bad.
0: Oh, I'm gonna, like that's, you are just yeah, I, shoveling I wish I guilt onto that. me from start to finish today, <laughs> and I am here for it. Sorry, I felt
1: like you needed a little more. <laughs> no, that is awesome, though. That's kind of a fun, romantic uh, 2021 thing. Yeah, very on brand. I like it.
0: <laughs> we we I'm tired of we being on brand, We would never live though. without each other, and now we uh, won't die from the same thing together. Something in that there. That is awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You don't want to be like those like uh, Pompeii couples that, you know, just... Clutched each other to the end. That phrase
0: that we're always all using and <laughs> referencing Pompeii couples. You know, Yeah, Pompeii. <laughs> Pompeii
1: <lover>. bitches.
2: <laughs> the Cersei Jamie um, storyline tie up. That mm. was. Let's not rehash. Ooh, let's not even talk about How it. How did he even. Mm. It doesn't nope. matter. Nope. Different let's podcast um, for you. That's a different podcast. <laughs> oh. That's for yes, that is not. World. We're not here for Game of Thrones. Well, we're, we're here not- for. Friday Night Lights. That's right.
1: What's that show we watch? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. So before mm. we introduce our lovely guest here, we have a couple things to do. We have a new iTunes review. <gasps> yes. I Finally, know. you
1: guys. Come on. We've I been groveling. I know. Grobbling. It took long it's enough. so upsetting. Jeez, the last
2: one was my cousin. Like, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this says comfort in a podcast, which made me really happy. Five sweet. stars. Re- I recently, I, i'm i just waiting for someone to like like say a really nice review and it's like two stars <laughs> they just have a really high bar it was fine um it was it's fine um i recently and conveniently came across this podcast a month after starting to rewatch fnl during the pandemic as a means of comfort and entertainment perfect timing I've enjoyed listening to Monica and Carly share fun facts about Texas, the show, cinematography, etc. Their analysis, combined with their wit and chemistry, quickly made this a go-to po- podcast on my list. I look forward—I look forward to each week's new release. So Thank sweet. Thank you, AEP, for twelve. Whoever yes, you are, yes, we love you. I'm so glad that you found us in these trying
1: times. I am glad as continue well. Continue to be putting, trying. Um, some serious work into our SEO situation. So oh nice <laughs> <laughs> really glad you stumbled upon us in that google yes. search <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, that is lovely though um so yes everybody if you have a moment you're on your phones most likely shoot yeah. us a review they're super helpful and we love to read them we constantly need ego boosts we're very depressing people so
2: yeah make us happy yeah so we just have two quick fact checks um <laughs> This is one that has come up a few times. Um, Odessa is in West Texas. (laughs) Say it with me, everybody. Odessa Odessa is in West West Texas. Texas. Okay. Okay. That one.
1: Wait, but didn't we say that the last time? Because we were like, it's not in East Texas because of the pine trees. No. See, I fact checked it and then
2: I wrote it down wrong. And I was like, oh, I think I'm trying to say that it. it is in East for some reason. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And then... In our last episode, I was saying we were talking about how Brokeback Mountain gets referenced in a very early 2000s way. And we were like, that's a bummer that that was like the one gay like piece of art we could all point to at that point. And I was like, yeah, I feel like the last year, everything that I've watched has had like LGBTQ love stories in it. And then I was like, I can't think of a single one. So they were Killing Eve, Dead to Me, Haunting of Bly Manor, Little Fires Everywhere, Homecoming. And then this is controversial, but I loved happiest season. I'm sorry.
1: Also, the final season of Shits Creek qualifies, I say. Exactly. There we go. Because it was beautiful and talk about things that made me weep. Oh boy. Ooh.
3: Yeah. That one so they were without, almost
1: trying too hard.
2: True. Yeah. Like you're I it's like um the reason I can't watch this is us, because they just try so hard to make me cry. I call it and I'm like, yeah. stop. I'm like, and I just get mad. You're
1: putting a lot of effort into this
2: this. (laughs) yeah all right without further ado we're going to intro our lovely guest mr brock wilbur
0: (sighs) also zoe's extraordinary playlist just the emotional (laughs) manipulation and i keep coming back to it which friday night lights is not different than that so
2: (laughs) it's true and same era very true very true all right so all right if I Brock Wilbur is a Northwestern needed, grad, a writer, buddy. a showrunner for Cook and Media, and he performs stand-up you know, comedy now, because he has a lot of ideas that feel better when they are shouted. But you might have seen his work on Vice, Thrillist, Paste, start. and more, and he helped expose the Nexium cult to the world. Yeah. Period. Can we End of sentence. Talk about that. Are we
1: allowed to talk about that?
0: Yeah, I think they've significantly exposed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't know you were like in that, in that mix. I was just doing a little yeah. research and I was like, whoa, here we go. Yeah, we got rabbit really excited.
0: <laughs> that, that is most of my career is just various rabbit holes that I, I wasn't looking for. And then you get your foot stuck in it and you're like, the fuck is this? Ah, let's That's look awesome. down here.
1: <laughs> so you're basically the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland, but like yeah. in an awesome way. I think way. he
0: has greater agency over where he's going. Uh, I'm just <laughs> a six, something. seven clumsy idiot uh, with, yeah, bad feet.
1: <laughs> I like it. So tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, how you know the show, old Friday Night Lights.
0: Um, well, like many of you, I watch television.
1: Mm-hmm. Excellent.
0: Good. Fine. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I worked with a. a, a I went to a Northwestern Film School, and a lot of the people I worked with uh, wound up. Uh, working on that show uh either in front of or behind the camera so uh did a number of trips to set over the years just sort of hanging out with people it was like i, I think i'd gone twice before i was like oh i should actually watch this and then i was like ah once again what have i done
2: um <laughs> <laughs> another rabbit hole damn it
0: that that's Classic. one of those things that i like that part of my life in in the film world where i was like oh i wound up visiting set and Bill Lawrence put me in the background on four episodes of Scrubs one day and in like the fourth or fifth season, I was like, hmm, I should finally watch this show, I suppose. Um.
1: (laughs) See, I feel like I have a million rabbit holes to poke your brain about. I want mm. I want that rabbit hole. I want the Nexium rabbit hole. I want the right. Friday Night Lights rabbit
2: hole. <laughs> we're not even going to talk about this episode. We're going to talk about the rabbit holes.
1: <laughs> That's what we're... If we were to name our... If we named our episodes, we should name it that. But we don't, so... Yeah.
0: But I think don't. the rabbit holes is is a separate podcast. You record the same night with your guests. I, you have a lot of fascinating people. I'm sure you could do that.
1: This is true. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Well, yeah, we can just do welcome a hang. to um, TX Forever. We are thrilled to have you. This is a fun episode. It's like... Um, a little bit fillery, but it's really cozy. I really enjoyed it.
0: It is cozy. You find this episode cozy?
1: I did a little bit. All right. B- parts of it. I guess I could elaborate. Oh, yes, that's kind of my job on this show. <laughs> what, what if that was
2: it? I found
1: this episode cozy. The end. All right. Thanks, guys. All, all right, right. I did. We'll do the I next think... episode. <laughs> I mean, I think they're just all sort of like we know that they're in the wings of making sort of big decisions and everyone's sort of standing on their precipice and sort of reevaluating what matters to them and what's important and what um, is of value. And I kind of enjoyed everyone doing their little soul searching. I mean, I feel like Tyra did hers and Landry was kind of out on a limb and Tammy we'll get into, but was <laughs> also making a big decision. Julie, you know, I have some fashion notes for her, honestly, this episode, as usual. Y'all,
2: I really hope that y'all can hear. There's the ice cream truck is coming. You have an ice cream truck? That is so yes, joyful. That like regularly comes around this neighborhood.
1: It's really cute. Oh
0: my god! Ours, ours has been going yeah. all through pandemic. And every time I hear it, especially at like March and April, I was like, what are you doing, murder truck? <laughs> no, do not call the children out.
1: It's too quiet in the neighborhoods for there to be ice cream trucks, like, during COVID. It sounds creepy. Man, I am living in the wrong city, apparently.
2: It literally kind of looks like a school bus. So cute. (laughs) Oh, I know. But, yeah, an ice cream truck at this age now is, like, equally nostalgic and sweet and, and like, kind of creepy. And I feel like almost like a... um, American Horror Story. You
1: have like enough agency song. to wonder like who's behind the truck versus as a kid right. you're like take my money give me my Popsicle.
2: Or I'm picturing like Buddy the Elf checking all the toys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
1: Love it. So. Um,
2: but yeah. Yeah you want to do the IMDb synopsis. Carly? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So Alrighty. this is Best Laid Plans penultimate episode of season one. Came out
1: April 4th 2007. And Our IMDb synopsis is Coach Taylor makes a final decision about whether to take the job at Texas Methodist University, TMU, while Tyra's secret is revealed. That's it. Movie Dude. That's it. Movie Dude 1. Movie Dude (laughs) 1 writes all of the IMDb synopses. Um, We're thrilled to have access to his talent.
2: Yes. As you know, we're about to head into season two, so I've been, like, brainstorming about if we want to make any changes and... I was like, maybe we'll do the Hulu or the Peacock synopsis, the Hulu and it's ones even are... shorter. I feel Sometimes like. the Hulu ones are pretty good. Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, we'll see.
0: Season two, do every episode in character. Change which characters you are, but only in characters, as yes. if these were real-life events that they are watching a documentary <laughs> of. Please, I will come I back think to we're gonna Smash that. every week or Riggins if you'll let me.
1: Yes. <laughs> that would oh be amazing. Gosh. We should do like a Gab episode and have some of our, because all of you guys are way funnier than us. Y'all are profesh, professionals. That's profesh. the word. <laughs> um, and just do a straight character read. That'd be great.
2: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I really want to see Brock Smash. <laughs> I, I do. Can I, I, we I hear a little bit? One of the Tell us. season.
0: If... No, absolutely not. There's no chance <laughs> that's happening. I was talking to one of the screenwriters who uh, wrote on... Uh, seasons one through four the other day, and I was like, so, COVID charity livestream episode when? Everyone else is doing it. There's so many here. Also, I, I think we just have to ask, like, I, I want them to do the update episode where we find out uh, who here, uh, where they fell on Black Lives Matter and who here is an anti-masker <laughs> and why it's absolutely yes. Buddy Garrity, even though he has all the disease oh, problems. That oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Although I do feel like I don't think that Buddy would be an anti-masker. I think he'd be a hard nose masker. Mm. Like one Uh, of those that just cannot get it on their damn face. (laughs) I'm like, I just want to. Don't you ever just want to snap someone's mask right on there?
0: As a man with a gigantic face, sometimes if you're angular like his face is, sure, you just aren't buying masks in the right size.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I struggle with the mask. I have to buy the like kids ones or I have to knot them in the back. And then some places oh,
0: they it's like. it's so hard to be so small.
1: I don't want to say you're so small and cute. You
3: know,
0: <laughs> oh, Mariana Grande. Somebody It's so hard me. to keep a
2: mask oh.
1: on my
0: face. <laughs> what
1: episode of The Office is this? So now you're comparing yourself to a cute tiny animal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know which episode, but it is Meredith to Angela. It's Phyllis to Angela. And it's when she's <gasps> making fun of right. their, um, their no make fun of things.
0: Mm. Oh, In so Marissa, you have to yes, shop at the, the American terrorist. doll store?
1: Yes, I, I <laughs> yes. buy clothing for large colonial, colonial dolls. dolls. Sometimes the clothes at Gap Kids are just too flashy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Buddy would definitely be a, a nose out masker, that's yeah. for sure.
2: I feel like Landry would be the one that always wore it and would like be like, come on guys, we just gotta do this.
1: Or would he be and the we- one who tries too hard and wears the ones with the vent, which are actually really dangerous for everyone else? i hate the those. fishnet ones no the the ones that actually have like the the ventilator because it oh, filters yeah. the air you breathe in but not the air you breathe out so you're ah. just it's only for you
0: this <laughs> is actually this sort is of an odd right. experience because i've i don't it's been a year since i've seen the bottom half of human faces especially <laughs> right? people i'm meeting for the first time so i'm like All right. So the two of you both have a mouth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Crazy. Me too. Oh, let's take a photo before we forget. Oh yeah.
0: I also don't even have like a ring light here. I have a seasonal affective disorder, like sad light. I'm just like, Oh, I I've always wanted one
1: of those. (laughs) i just use i use a big uh i got a himalayan salt lamp and i do Wonderful. i do really like it it's great
2: it's a vibe one of my favorite broad city episodes is when she has the light to like make her not depressed <laughs> oh and yes. she starts like spiraling down and i was like no get it under the light and she's like ah!
1: <laughs> did you ever watch uh um, heal me like earlier portlandia yes when they're like oh, yeah. chasing that small You're so beam of young sunshine and these sort of
0: conversations are turning me into money dust like remember well, like early people, seasons
1: <laughs> some people didn't watch it until like i don't know i feel like it was on until for just later a, yeah. a long time um but yeah they're chasing the like single beam of sunshine around portland and they'll <laughs> like go behind a cloud and they all run and set up their chairs i love that <laughs>
0: My uh, my cousin is, uh, her and her husband are Republicans that live in Portland, and oh, never yeah. I never understood their life choices there, but That's they lived uh, in a condo across the street from the actual store that puts birds on things, uh, and after oh, Portland, they ran this, the thing, they actually moved to the suburbs because they were afraid they were going to be overrun with hippies, and I'm like, you are in central you Portland? live in Portland. What do you think <laughs> is going to get worse? If any, yeah. Then Who people do you think is already among you? Because they know it's too mainstream now. It's an idiot.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, that's <laughs> bananas.
1: The real hipsters won't be there.
0: Just the Republicans
2: posers.
1: in downtown Portland. I'd watch that show. Yeah. Yeah. I can't picture that. All righty. Best laid plans, y'all. Shall we do Let's a do little uh, Texas things? Let's do it.
3: Texas is a place I the love.
1: puts a little Um, pip in my step even though i'm sitting on my ass (laughs) (laughs) a little pip in my ass
0: (laughs) well there's the episode title (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: i feel like we didn't have a ton of super like specific texas stuff but i did feel it was kind of the first we really saw the outside of tyra's house and that Mm -hmm. was super familiar to me of like the country uh, like the of our friends that lived more in the country outside of the city mm-hmm. in Texas, with like those white metal railings next to the street and stuff as the driveway, and yeah, just like screen doors in general. I feel like screen doors and like
2: overgrown lawns, and yeah, the loud cicadas, and yeah, just like un- unkemptness that. in general. It's very Texas, general <laughs> unkemptness. Yes, um, yeah, I Go wrote, ahead. um is rest on your laurels a Southern phrase or a Texas phrase? I think it's just or... a
1: weird like air Taylor phrase. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I think it's just like, um, it's just another one of those turns of phrases that are more common in the South, I think, that people just talk yeah. in turn of phrase.
2: Turn of phrase. Turn of phrase. Gotcha. Um,
1: but I think it's more of like a biblical term, right? Resting on your laurels.
2: Yeah. I tried or to look it up like, and then I just got confused. Gave up.
1: It means sitting on your bum. On yeah. your haunches. I need a pip in my laurels. Yes. You need a pip yeah. in your laurel butt. Mm-hmm. Don't we all? Don't we all? I wonder this has
0: gotten away from us. <laughs> to use it a has turn indeed. of phrase.
1: Already. It, <laughs> to use a turn of phrase. Um... I guess we also just saw more of Tim's truck, which I didn't realize it was big, a big black truck, but it definitely looks super old and Texasy. Um, True, and we get some neighbor neighborhood girl charm. I don't know if that's specific to mm-hmm. Texas, but it's definitely a Texas trope.
2: <laughs> yeah, I slept with all my neighbors' moms. Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> how do you feel about the uh, Tim neighbor storyline, Brock? Yeah.
2: Sure. Problematic. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's no good relationships on this show. I don't know why I why even bother asking on that one. But What
2: about <laughs> Tammy and Eric? Uh, no. I mean, in this one, it's interesting. We'll, we'll that, dig I would into agree. that.
0: I mean, yeah. every other one is a terrifying standoff between them. Sure, it's a healthy relationship and that <laughs> it mostly resolves, but it's not pleasant this to is ever true. be around.
1: <laughs> it's true. They do have, for compared to real life, an abnormal amount of drama. Yes, yeah.
2: I mean, but that's true I do think the that
0: entire town. Everyone here is yeah. always doing the wrong thing. And overwhelmingly, they know what the right thing to do is and then just don't do it. Uh, it is sometimes <laughs> a bit much Although, to watch this.
1: <laughs> yes. Agreed. <laughs> Except I'll push you back on that one. Because in this episode, I think we got Landry doing the right thing against true. the current. True. When he reported Tyra. But
0: to was that to his not call? the
1: Not to the... Was it his fault?
0: Was, was, it it, was at his
1: call. Because <laughs>
0: it seems like it's the call oh, to of two different other people.
1: <laughs> well, he I did know. report it at least to the school counselor. Otherwise, I think it would have nothing would have happened. Yeah. Versus like going to the police. He at least like told I think he made the right call and the first move by just telling Matt, by telling a trusted friend. That's like yeah. the number one thing, the next step. He, he made that step. The next things that followed, I think, Tammy, were maybe different. Almost
0: by accident, because it seemed like he his masculinity was called into question, and that's when he stumbled into it. So I don't know if he that gets is the true. brownie <laughs> points for making the right call. It is whatever it is. We'll get to it at the proper time in this show. <laughs>
1: okay. No, I love it. I'm ready to. No, I'm ready to dig in. And I think you're right about in. that. But I will stand by that I think he made the right call in telling a trusted friend first. Okay. I will die on that hill.
2: Okay, I will No one's fight killing you, you on that Anna. please just, it's I fi- will
1: f- fight you, Anna. <laughs> 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 I just watched that episode of Kill I have rights. Anyways, um, did we have any other Texas things? Brock, what about you? Um, where did you grow up? Does anything, what about this show is like super Texas-y to you?
0: Uh, well, I grew up in uh, central Kansas in a town almost identical to gotcha. this uh, playing football. Uh, so there's a lot of this that tracks my hometown, actually, uh, for being about the same size, um, just the one high school, and then, uh, much as uh, might uh, happen later, uh, at some point, the town split the high school into two high schools. That was actually when my dad was in high school. uh, And ever since then, there's been a visible line down the center of the city. That is something of a a civil war of the two teams. Um, And uh, when I was coming up, I was raised to go to the high school that my dad had gone to, that had always been there. Uh, And when I hit middle school, I decided I hated everybody I went to school with. So I created a petition uh, to local lawmakers to allow me to switch to the other school without moving. Uh, And it made everyone everywhere very angry, including my family. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) were you successful?
0: I was uh, my my, my parents were wildly supportive because they were also like everyone, you know, and go to school with is a dick and you'll just be in middle school and high school with all of them. But also like now I watch videos of like me as a baby at Christmas where like, My parents are giving me like socks with the mascot for the school I didn't go to. I'm like, "Ah, I did some letdowns here. Uh. (laughs) But
1: that's also very, that's very Dylan. It's it's fun to hear because like we grew up in in Texas in football land, but not Mm -hmm. in the small town Texas football. Like we know what it was like, but we didn't really grow up in that bubble where you're getting like panther socks for christmas and and stuff like that so that's kind of yeah too.
0: yeah you really have to come from the place that the whole town shuts down for game day
1: yes right yeah. exactly that's a whole new
2: that's a whole new ball game <laughs> lol <laughs> um my final texas note was just close up on the deer head comma sausages at the roast sausages at the I roast. Had. i was just like you know sausages like on a like a flimsy paper plate that yeah. felt pretty
1: that feels pretty yeah. familiar southern and texas yeah
2: just Close like flimsy paper plates. Also,
0: a great episode title, comma sausages.
1: <laughs> <laughs> paper plate sausages. Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, a heavy laden and greasy paper plate that's just like piled mm. high with meat is pretty familiar thing for me. Yeah. And honestly, sure. sounds really good right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's stop Whoopsies. talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, but yes, that was at the roast, which was fun. We'll get into that. Yeah. Do we want to do a little uh, film?
2: Sure, let's do it. Let us
1: review that tape. Lovely. Well, I don't have a ton for you guys today, although I'd love to pick (laughs) Brock's brain a little bit. (laughs) I know, it's becoming my catchphrase. Hey guys, I don't have a
2: ton for y'all, but. Sometimes I do. Here's the scraps. No, it's true.
1: (laughs) No, and every time you say you don't have a lot, I'm like, that was great. So, (laughs) see, this is my problem. My perfectionist mm. issues. It's okay. I have therapy this week. It's fine. Um. So this was another Jeff Reiner episode, which is really fun. I'm just going to get into a couple teeny tidbits, but I want like um, to ask phrase. Brock about teeny tidbits. Mm-hmm. That is fun. It's cute. Um, about some of his interactions and knowledge of the show and being on set. But um. as we know, we went to Austin in this episode for a brief little moment. Um. That was filmed at Texas State, which was funny because as it showed, my mom was like, oh, that's the old UT stadium. And I wrote it down. And then I looked it up later and I was like, it isn't.
2: <laughs> she is wrong.
1: So I believe she was wrong there. How did that feel
2: when your mom's wrong? Mm. Mm. That's, that's kind of, of a feels fun good. feeling.
1: It's kind of thrilling. No, she was, she was here this weekend. Also, I should have said this in the corrections corners. My mm. mom has been a very good sport about all the poking I do at her in this podcast, but she did request for me to every once in a while, say a few nice things. Yes. Um, And she has been an excellent sport and she was here with me this weekend visiting and helping me after my fun little chemo bit. Mm. And we had a, we had a little blast. We had fun. I love it. We love you, Miss Relish. She was great. It's all good fun. And I also just meant like every child loves
2: the thrill of their mom being wrong. Not really specifically you.
1: Yeah. No, I was being true when I said she has been genuinely an excellent sport and does not care. But I will make sure I throw in a few sweet tidbits, too. That's a treat. But she was wrong about that. (laughs) (laughs) But she was was still wrong, though, guys. Um, So it was filmed at Texas State, which is just like 30 miles south of Austin. So you can see the skyline and everything. But if it looked kind of funny, weird, like crappy CGI, (laughs) they did like add some weird levels and stuff to try to make it bigger I think like oh, okay. the big stadium you can tell when they're like on the the aerial shot when they're looking down and they're kind of walking on the field Eric and the other coach and they look the shadows are funky it was just kind of a weird moment but I think they're just trying to make it look bigger yeah um but the stadium's been built out at this point um and then there's definitely a shot where you can see Texas State in the end zone <laughs> whoopsies <laughs> but I don't think they care too much but the other thing I had was just a fave frame for you guys yeah. for this episode. Um, there weren't a ton of like super visual aspects of this episode, but I did enjoy some of the storytelling that they did really subtly as usual. And my favorite was at 36:35. We'll post a, a little photo. Um, I think I put it in our folder. I probably forgot to put it on my phone, but at the roast after Tammy has her like shining moment. Mm. She's the queen of the town walking <laughs> back to her table. Queen Tammy. There's a really sweet moment where, again, I love when they do this, when they catch a little moment of storytelling sort of over someone's shoulder um, on accident. And it's one of the things I just love that they do. And you can see over Eric's shoulder, Tammy and Tyra are having a really sweet moment. Yes. And I loved that they worked that into... Tammy's speech, because, like, obviously she was talking about a million different things at once and pulling all of the episode and the storylines together in her sort of, like, farewell. Um, The way that she was talking was very, like, putting a a period on things. Um, And, but I love that they sort of pulled at that thread as well and roped in her relationship with Tyra and her sort of bringing her back into the, the thick of things and they just had a really sweet hug and it was really well shot and I loved it
2: yeah mm.
1: so that was my fave frame I
2: noticed that too but
1: I love but for our film section I'm curious to hear Brock you said you've had a lot of on set sort of interactions and um know a lot of peeps from these writing rooms and stuff do you have any fun stories or insight to share with us
0: nothing really a lot of my set visit stuff was just like watching lights get set up which this is yeah. this is one of those all-timer episodes for catching uh a bunch of lights uh, very visibly in the shot where no light would yeah. be on the ground doing a spotlight on somebody and you're like sure why wouldn't that be in the middle of a yeah. high school hallway totally get it
2: <laughs> totally maybe it's you know symbolic the friday night lights they're always there
0: <laughs>
1: Wait, are you talking about just that they're accidentally in the shot or because of the adaptation to streaming that you can catch them in the corners like boom mics and stuff?
0: I mean, there's a few that are like front and center in some of this. Just straight yes, in. I'm that. sure there's some of that that's <laughs> adaptation. Because I've definitely
1: caught a lot of that, too. Um, but anyway, so that's what I've got for y'all for film this week. Sweet. Thanks for watching. Rolling the tape with me,
2: yeah. Anytime, let me let me crank it back. Um, (laughs) so we're gonna do things a little differently this time, which I'm excited about. We're gonna do um, Musicians Corner now, and then we'll do the rest of the segments in the breakdown naturally. We're gonna let it flow, we're gonna see how the segments go naturally. Yes,
1: as Jenna Maroney would say, yes, on camera.
0: This is fun, you guys are fun. You make your own fun, and I like that.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Our we, brain we've is been making our own only... fun since 1990. No.
1: 94. 2001. <laughs> Pretty much. Our brain is Ugh. only filled with TV. It's true. But it's fine for this medium. It's fine.
2: <laughs> so this episode, I'm excited because these later episodes, I, I like knew certain songs that are on the soundtrack that I would bump yes. all the time, and this had... One of my favorites, but um, before I play my favorite song of the episode, um, one of the Texas acts um, kind of had some fun facts. Um, his name is Willis Allen Ramsey. Um, his song plays during the Jason and Susie smooch. He is a cult legend among fans of Americana and Texas country. He was raised in Dallas. He graduated from Highland Park High School, Carly, which we know that high school, oh my in 1969. And then I love this. In his senior year, he played the leading role in Carousel. We love a theater guy.
1: Mm. Also, I love Carousel. We
2: love Carousel. (laughs) A little small tidbit. Carly was talking to our friend, Anna Cargill. Shout out, who lives in Mm -hmm. Austin.
1: Yes, Anna, we
2: love you. She went to our high school and she was older and um, they were in Into the Woods. And then later it was Carousel. And Carly and I fangirled. Like we were like obsessed. We would go to like every production.
1: (laughs) I still fangirl over Anna.
2: Yes. And I think I put a Carousel lyric on my MySpace page.
1: I know that you did. Yeah.
2: (laughs) uh anyway and then last fun fact is that widespread panic jerry jeff walker and we love jerry jeff waylon jennings and jimmy buffett all cut versions of his songs so he was a killer songwriter too
1: i was hoping you would uh talk about which song was playing in the truck because i i like really stuck out to me it was really nice
2: i liked it. it was very pleasant but it wasn't my favorite we all know my favorite we know which one we know so this was the final Song of the episode, this is Storm by Jose Gonzalez. so the haunting it. and dissonant and mm. Ugh. it also plays in a really pivotal scene in parenthood when um, they find out that zeke has that property up north and there's the affair and everything and it works perfectly in that scene too because it's just like so unsettling you're like it's something so bad good is it's happening. such
1: yeah i mean storm it's brewing exactly. but it's a it's a genius song it's beautiful it's emotional and it was I thought it was really nice in this, um, again, because we're like watching a lot of these characters sort of like building up to the precipice of, yeah. of a really big shift. And this ending was so unsettling. So it was yeah. perfect for that. <laughs> I liked that they didn't, yeah, put a put a period really on anything. It just sort of um, ended like this in yeah. the ominous storm approaches. Exactly. And I loved it
0: um I'll show y'all
1: we can put this on I'll put this on the Instagram but um just as you were playing that my mom sent me this uh picture on from her airplane of the Texas sunset I'll put it on her Instagram it's really really
2: pretty okay Okay. yeah it's been um it's been beautiful here like my my parents sent me pictures in Connecticut of like so much snow and I was like it was like 70 degrees here and beautiful yesterday is getting so much domped
1: yeah (laughs) domped Well, that was lovely. I love that song. I'm yeah. excited to dig in. Me too. So Alrighty. we, we kind of
2: have a, there's kind of the buttons, the buttons of the episode, the
1: like. Yeah. The little hit the points. Br- bread. The punches, the one, two the, punches. Sure.
2: It it starts and the ends meat. with Tammy being unsure about the move.
1: Bookends. Yes. Bookends. Thank you. Buttons. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I liked buttons. Yeah. Yes, I loved the uh, cold open with her waking him up before the alarm. It's just like such a human moment. <laughs> yes. And it's like, he's like, oh, I don't have to get up. She's like, no, 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 no. And then it's like five minutes. Like, it's, like, it's like, no, it's actually, like, I'm going to kill you. I hate you. <laughs> Which is truly the worst thing in the world. And I honestly, it's hard to even watch. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I really hate waking up in the morning,
1: just in general. I don't know when I'm going to like it. I like it when I've gone to bed early. True, true. But I don't like even no matter how rested I am, being woken up and then like being awake for your alarm going off is just truly unsettling. Yeah. But that was really cute. Um, We can tell that they're having anxiety and we start to sort of build this storyline of Tammy not being 100% on board with this move. Yeah. And I think
2: it's and we'll get there, but I think it's really sweet that this whole thing with Tyra is like. She's like, no, I have to stay. And that that's mm-hmm. her. I mean, it's not her only reason, but it's a big part of it. And it just totally. shows you how much well, she cares and knows how, you know, much of an impact she makes on the kids. Totally. Yeah.
1: Well, and one of the things that I kind of like forgot until I watched this episode the second time was like, I'm just thinking about him leaving and taking the job. But what I was forgetting about was that he's also sort of like leaving these kids in a really pivotal time when he just like took them to state and molded them and like took this huge fatherly role in a bunch of their lives. Yeah. And a lot of these kids have some serious daddy issues. <laughs> and yeah. He's about to leave. Right. Daddy's about to leave. Daddy's about to, <laughs> daddy's going to go bye bye. He needs
0: to kiss. Okay. But the that's boop boop. also like an irrational and unhealthy relationship to place on a football coach and his relationship to Indeed. eighty high school boys. Uh, <laughs> like it, just like true. it's it seems i understand why it's there but the idea of julie i don't know what girl her age at this period in time wants to live in this small town she doesn't like over going to austin like there's so many parts oh, of this that i'm like I everyone's ties i understand like and a little bit is just like it's boyfriend but also it's like come on like so but it's like, that like for her
1: it's like true love First right, it is
0: that period love. in time in her life but also like a, yeah. i i think this thing about like i i i think tammy's thing is weird too it's like yes people yeah sh- you don't have that responsibility anyone that works in anywhere around mental health including what she does should know that like it is not up to her to fix these people and if they're all leaning on mm-hmm. her then she's not done good at her job it's 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 just people mm-hmm. bashing themselves and i'm like but that's i think you all know better than to do this <laughs>
1: True. Well, and she, they're feeling like a personal responsibility to resolving other people's issues. But that's
2: also and just teenagers like... teenagers
0: don't know what to do with this, so it's not on them either. No one's at fault. It's just... True. Right. Yeah.
2: But I also do... It's like if it was a bunch do, of adults, I'd be like, get out. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> since they are under
1: 18, I'm true. like, okay. <laughs> okay. But, and I do... The question I like kind of pose for Tammy is like, I get that she wants to stay and like help these kids. It feels fulfilling for her um and i like that as like a plot mechanism for her even in real life Mm -hmm. connie Britton was like i'm not going to do this role unless i can affect the characters and affect the plot and like have a pivotal role and she's kind of like doing that in the show she's like i'm not going to sit on the bleachers for you like i'm fulfilled by this position but i'm also kind of like she would have time to like wrap up things with tyra yeah before she left right right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and I like, like to see, think that she also demanded that she be allowed to, to have hand. the largest white wine glass on television. <laughs> yes. her, her white wine glasses, her stemware walked so that Skylar White could run like it's... <laughs>
1: that is... I want that on my gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was a great shot of her wine glass.
2: that like, it preceded her in the it's shot.
0: So it's so like, wonderful. Wine and glass yeah. enters. All of Tammy y'all... enters yes. after.
1: <laughs> it's like yes. a phantom limb. It leads like her entrance into each. Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully all of y'all have seen the amazing SNL um, skit in reference to Tammy's white wine. But we'll, right. we'll it's do not a whole SNL. Oh, Oh, what was it's it? It's like another thing. Um, I
2: don't know, like Comedy Central or it something It was, like um,
1: what's her name? Amy. Yes. Sherman you know, Amy. Yes. Yes. Good old ASP. Uh, you know how she loves Friday Night Lights right up her alley. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. This, this actress was like really hot like three years ago. Now I can't think of her I name. know. And I just saw an article about her doing some, talking about her C-section or something today. And I can't remember. I'm like her name. Amy Puller. Amy Puller. I know. I'm like, No, it's not, not that. <laughs> um, but it is like. Schumer. A- Schumer. There we go. There Amy is. Schumer. Okay. Yes, she did an amazing. Uh, she does a screenshot of up. Tammy. Yeah, hey, mm-hmm. Al. So we start with everyone kind of waking up. We also see Tim doing the roll out of bed from the neighbor's uh, yeah. window. That was, he didn't need to like go to the front door, he, he, he should have just gone home. Right. But he
2: doesn't want to leave. So yeah, he wants to he wants show to the it.
1: impression that like
2: he didn't spend the night, but he's also like, I want to be there. All the true. Time. True.
1: But what do we think about her sort of abruptly cutting it off?
2: So unfair. I mean, she needs to cut it off, mm-hmm. but she needs to take more responsibility for what she did. I thought um, so too.
1: And Bo. I we're know. like buds. I'm She's like, like, he's going to uh, get hurt. I'm like, girl, you have already You've done already that. heard him. Yeah. <laughs> you have already <laughs> slept with a high schooler that he looks up to <laughs> and is your right. neighbor. Even before she slept, but like having yes. him over for
2: the movie, like all that yes. stuff that That's you all... knew what you were
1: doing, man. Yeah. That's all yeah. like emotional engagement, entanglement. Hashtag
2: grooming. Yeah. Hashtag we are anti-grooming <laughs> on this show.
1: Um, I mean, I am glad that she... Uh, yeah, ripped off that band aid, but I, I thought it was a little unf- unfair to Tim and a little hu- a little unnecessarily humiliating for him. I think. It, yeah,
0: it very much she felt really like, like the sort of thing that they were like, we can't carry this through to the next season. Yes. So let's just yeah. do it sort of unprompted this episode.
1: Mhm. Yeah. So we see an end to that. Tim. Tim will uh, be okay, but yeah, uh, his hair did look really horrendous as he <sighs> opened the door. Yeah, extra grease. Yes, very, very, uh, greasy Riggins.
2: Very Danny Zuko. Very Danny Zuko.
1: Actually, more he's more Kaneki. He's Let's definitely Kaneki.
2: Come on. Yeah, the whole place and old park and zone crater face.
1: <laughs> he does kind of have a crater face. Kaneki <laughs> <laughs> doesn't. I know I you like Kaneki. I know it's weird. <laughs> anyway, um... Brock is shaking <laughs> his head at us, ladies. <laughs> Brock, are you team Kinnicky or Are you team Kinnicky or team Danny? <laughs>
0: Fonz. Yeah.
1: He's team Fonz. Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so what do we think about Smash not flying solo to the roast?
0: Mm. If we
1: were ever gonna hear your Smash impersonation, Brock, I beg of you for it to be this line, that Smash don't fly solo.
0: Yeah, I am in no way uh, impersonating an <laughs> a, a actor of color in any circumstance. <laughs>
2: I, I think that's the right be call. be
0: canceled any further, so. <laughs>
1: any further. <laughs> I think
2: you've
0: made the correct decision.
2: Yes, that was a test. You passed. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Thank
1: you for
0: putting me in that one.
2: <laughs> In that position. <laughs> Promising young woman. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> but but for like cancel culture and comedy, I really appreciate exactly. the setup that you have yeah. for the sequel.
1: A little, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get smash He really wants Waverly to come. Um, s- glad that we still have Waverly around, by the way. Still not a season wrap. <laughs> still not a season we wrap. We are thrilled thank God. to still have Asha here. And she, was, she yes. was good. They didn't give her a ton in this episode, but she was she was fun to watch.
2: Yeah. I liked yeah. her little I, line of
1: just trust.
2: Yes, and she gives him a little hall pass, which does. is pretty progressive.
1: She's very, like, avant-garde. She's so
2: confident. She, she is. is awesome. She's
1: very badass. I, like, I, I love we, her like, character. We, like, have her, and we have
2: Julie, who's like, meh. Ah, yes, pining. Julie <laughs> is such a little child. She I mean, she, a little she is a little younger than them, but, or maybe even not. Maybe just, like, she a year younger. She is younger.
1: No, she's definitely yeah. younger. Because yeah. Smash is, well, their ages are a little...
0: Time I think he's supposed to either. be a
1: junior. I think so too. And there, yeah. Matt's anyway. definitely a sophomore. Yeah. But I mean, she's more confident and uh, progressive than I'd probably be as a 26 year old, giving him a Hall pass. Yeah. But, um, sure. but I did yeah, I think it was speech. She was Waverly like, go have fun. gives
0: Julie a copy of like, the ethical slut to introduce her to the idea of open relationships. Like, look, it's gonna be a long distance thing. I think that you should be aware that you have options here that can still lead to a healthy relationship. Absolutely. And Julie won't touch the yes. book because her hands will burn. It's important.
1: Definitely. Right. She'll hide it in her Moby Dick. I don't yeah. do done she Um <laughs> She'll okay. hide it in her Moby Dick. It'll be your bookmark. <laughs> Shut up about the dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of Julie, can we do a little fashion? Because I have something I've got to mm. say about something that she wore. Yes. <gasps> fashion. So Brock, you'll notice we took that a little bit. We from did a little derivative of the fuffa. <laughs> but the Fuffa was too hard for us. So
2: <laughs> yeah, over zoom, it does not work.
1: <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> but okay. Did you see, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Did you see Julie's the rainbow plastic ring things that she was wearing. No. Oh my gosh, oh, those wow. were, I, I remember wearing those like crazy all the time. They're like those big chunky plastic rings. They had all the like colors and they had like liquid inside of them. Right. You would yeah. like shake them around with glitter. She was wearing like two of them at least. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved that throwback. I definitely remember having a number of those. <laughs> and that plus the the zipper hoodie. That was pretty good. Yes. Great combo.
2: Waverly's cropped glittery sweater yes. was straight out of limited too. Loved
1: it. Also yeah. loved her head scarf. That was gorgeous. Oh, very cute. Yeah. That Jason's plus hair is
2: back to pilot hair just to <laughs> check in to with pilot. Jason's hair.
1: <laughs> Monica's
2: <laughs> the weekly hair check in. Yep, it's longer. It's down. Love it, love it. I think it. it flips back up
1: second season. Well, Jason was being quite naughty this episode. He was. Um, I'm kind of like, yeah, we'll talk about him. Tammy looks super cute, um, but... But she always does. The only saucy thing I wrote down was that Matt is looking like kind of swole. He's looking good.
2: Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. We forget forget that Matt has a great body. I know. He really does. He's hiding it behind his meekish self. Yes, behind his sad boyness. Oh, cool. um, okay, so Brock, I feel like you have some thoughts on uh, Landry telling Matt. Well, shall we play first? Here we
3: go. It's just that this friend made me promise not to tell anyone. So I. Well, I, that's I can't that's agree. that's common. I think sometimes when people experience trauma, um, they'll sometimes want to hide, you know, for fear of um, reprisal or or, um, or or judgment. Sometimes that mm-hmm. happens. Is there some kind of law that if I do tell you the student's name that was assaulted that you've gotta report it? Isn't that, isn't that some kind of law? Um I don't want you to be offended by this, but if if it turns out that
1: your friend is actually you, I want you to feel comfortable and you've been hurt. I want no. you you I want you to know you I'm can not, absolutely I'm talk to me
3: completely safely about this. I'm, I'm not talking about me, okay? You can tell me. I'm talking about Tyra Colette.
2: I mean, before we dig into the character Jesse Plemons' game ball, I know
1: game ball. He does it so well; he is amazing. I loved his delivery. I mean, he's so concerned, but also I know. Mm. Uh, But also, I kind of loved how he played with the. I mean, she was she wasn't laughing at him or anything, but he was sort of like there was like a tiny flutter of humor in there of like, "Are you talking about you?" And he just handled it really. In the perfect way. Really
2: gracefully. Way. He
1: wasn't like, ah, no. Yeah. Like, Although he was definitely, as Brock mentioned earlier, flirting with a little terror masculinity situation. He was like, yeah, definitely defensive. But I mean, it's a scary thing because you know but you're about to like deal with- Even a girl with, would
2: be defensive about that.
1: For sure. Because like, you know? you know, you're about to deal with like probably law enforcement and stuff like that. Yeah. And you don't want to like get confused. <laughs> um, yeah. But I do think he made- I think he made the right call. I mean, I would just be so scared for her knowing that, like, he, she told him that she's planning on doing nothing and telling no one, and that would be yeah. scary. And that's kind of like um, the and unfair. Again, they're high
2: schoolers, right?
1: <laughs> Which is totally natural. That's a normal response to want to like hide or bury it or just like right. try to move on on your own. That's
3: those. Well, are I mean, all... even
1: as Landry oh. as
3: handling it,
2: you know. Yes, and. But Brock, I want you to say more, because now that you've said that, I'm just I'm trying to think of if I was in that position and a friend reported my assault, like how I would feel about that. And if I would ultimately be glad that they did or if I. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, first of all, let's establish that absolutely no one needs the middle aged straight white guy's opinion on how sexual (laughs) assault reporting should be <laughs> performed I, I, we uh, don't need it scene, but sometimes no. we
1: want it but well, we want it yeah <laughs> okay. in this um, instance
0: if I've been invited um you, uh, there's there's some interesting things about this scene which is always something that like I don't know 2006 uh versus 2021 in terms of what people mm-hmm. uh know and understand about how the relationship between mental health practitioners should work uh but also difference between that in general and that with school children um there's there's something really interesting here that she doesn't really answer the question he poses of like is there a law where you have to report and she instead sort of like just pivots to the you can tell me and it was like that's that's weird to not answer that question because not that everything needs to be an after school special where kids of this generation if you're going to tackle this and it's the first time they've seen it represented on screen and maybe it's chance for somebody in this age range to understand how they're supposed to handle next steps, they don't have an answer there. And that feels odd, and it feels odd to do to the character. And I, I said my piece earlier on how between like the decision to even tell anybody else coming down to two teenage boys that don't know what they're doing to one boy coming out and saying it when he clearly did not mean to because he mm-hmm. seemed threatened or backed into a corner that it was now going to be mm. about him. All of that feels... That feels uncomfortable. I think that, a thing that has informed my, uh, my opinion on this has been uh, a decade of working in journalism now, especially the last five years, working a lot with uh, victims of various circumstances. And there has been a lot of growing up, I think, that I've done from, like, all bad people should be reported and everyone has a, a right to know so that they can stop the thing. And if you don't do that, it is a selfish thing to not say anything to the mm-hmm. place of, like, no uh, everyone's story belongs to them and like it, if you can't respect their their privacy or their choices like you have no business being in that and that is the perspective of somebody bringing a set of journalistic ethics to this not exactly yeah human ethics or what we should want or strive for as people so mm-hmm. like m- my position on it is that this one feels complicated and like yeah again it is i am not the 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 final say on how any of this would work uh it parts of it feel like a betrayal and they are meant to it is meant to be a complicated Mm -hmm. situation that everyone comes out feeling both bad but also in theory in the long run good about like i don't know it's uh it is great television because it is is complicated and it gets to a very human issue it is a tricky set of character developments because yeah, I'm. I'm not sure what the right answer is either, and that's great that mm-hmm. we have a TV episode that explores the gray area on something like that. It yeah. it's one of those that you also walk away from an episode of Friday Night Lights and you're like, uh, "Not the choices I would have made," which is almost all of them mm-hmm. because that's why we have an insane drama that makes us feel <laughs> yeah. bad every week. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know, but that's but <laughs> at
1: that time, we also weren't getting many dramas that made us walk away and think much of anything either. So right. I kind of respect them at least for that. I think that they like we've talked about this a lot on on this show, of just that they really sort of kind of brazenly address topics that are difficult and like maybe they don't um, do it 100% the way we would have do it now in 2021 or even the way we would have wished they had done it then. But I respect that they do it and that they talk about these issues. But I think your perspective is interesting though because I kind of read it a little differently. I read it less that he, well, and, and I totally agree that, it's just complicated because yes, people should own their story, but also yes, bad people should be reported. And you don't always get to control who knows your story. Like she didn't get, Tyra didn't get to control the fact that it was this 16 year old white nerdy kid who knew about her assault. Um, and that that was the person who's like in the middle of this. And, and that's the part of these situations that make it so complicated but I didn't view it as much as he was backed into a wall. I really felt like he portrayed genuine fear for her safety in his reporting versus like my backs up against the wall that I ha- know this information and I feel like I have to but report let's it. let's
0: shoot for the between mm-hmm. of the two of us and say that it yeah. seems like his decision to uh, to say something there is motivated by the normal Landry thing of, Whoops! All yeah. the feelings just hit, and I'm just gonna yeah. do it. That's <laughs> yes. that's what I was about to say.
2: I'm I'm physically in the middle of y'all in the Zoom call because um, <laughs> I have it stacked, and I'm like I I'm just hearing both, and I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. truth to all of it. Um, but yeah, it, I'm glad that they are dealing with the situation at all. I think what it what does feel different is that you know, yeah, this was a stranger that like attacked her outside of a
0: you know Waffle yeah. House or
2: wherever they were. Like this could happen again. It mm-hmm. it it wasn't like a kind of me too situation within the school where there's like power structures it, and yeah yeah like it is kind of more of like a this is a dangerous person legal legal like out issue. on the road yeah. yeah so i think that's why i i i see mm-hmm. both of those kind of arguments but that's that's what's a little different to me yeah but
1: i think most of all i just really enjoyed it being addressed the way that is, or like the natural response to a situation like that. I mean, not all of us have been in that exact situation, but all of us have been in some sort of, you know, scary situation, especially as a woman and the desire to hide afterwards or to not tell anyone. I'm really glad that they addressed that, that particular difficulty about either assault or like whatever, um, like situation was terrifying for you. Um, and I think that that's the most uncommon side of the story that we get to hear mm-hmm. is her just like not showing up to school and yeah. not wanting to tell anybody and not feeling safe, but also like being brave and just saying like, it's fine. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Because I've, I think that we can all relate to that, but I think that it's not something that's as catchy in TV to play out that storyline, they usually just jump right into the reporting and the drama and everything. And I like yeah. that they took a, a beat to sort of like study her really natural reaction.
2: Yeah. And Tyra kind of ha- holds that tension of someone that, yeah, was a badass and like grabbed that cigarette lighter and, and beat his leg in the door and all this stuff and yeah. got away. Um, like that's whereas horrifying. some trauma. people would shut down, you know, you have no idea how you would respond. But at the same time, you know, she... Did that and she got away but she's mm-hmm. still hiding in her pain and she doesn't want to report it and yeah. so it's it just showing that someone so strong quote unquote can still um, not yeah. the like hashtag why I didn't
1: report thing sure. yeah, yeah what I did have an issue with though is did Landry really need to be in the car when she went over there
0: <laughs> thank you <laughs> that was thank so cheap. So let us all agree on something here <laughs>
1: was, he was basically in a car seat like a little like he like, looked like a, little little
0: mean, like a dog <laughs> while she goes to the grocery store <laughs> I, I hope she rolled down the window a crack yes yeah, so just hanging out I there while like, that whole multi-hour process goes down
2: I know <laughs> That's I could so not it was
1: stop like, laughing it was at like that. It's like that SNL skit. It was like, Gilly, and he's like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and like, they just already, she was going to be mad at him for being like, you know, she's like, you're just a stinky dork who like has to tattle or whatever. And they stinky. just really played that just up a Just an
0: all-timer use of stinky. I, I
1: love right. the, the stinky one. The smelly. I think smelly. it was smelly. Oh, yeah. Smell. Right. Geek. Smelly, smelly geek. Smelly geek. That was a good one. Yeah,
2: uh, I love when people call me Smelly geek. Smelly geek. Mm-hmm. Okay, There's so we need to
1: briefly discuss <laughs> Smelly Geek and plate of many. sausages. <laughs> um plates. we need to briefly discuss poor Lila.
2: Yes, no I was about to say that's that's a good segue because yeah the Garrity's are divorcing.
1: They are. Um I'm glad they that are. this isn't like just sort of resolving. I'm I'm Yeah. Not like thrilled to, you know, watch a couple Unravel, But I mean, story-wise, plot-wise, I think it's productive and I'm excited to sort of watch how this untangles. And I'm glad they didn't just like give a Buddy a, a quick I'm not like a misogynist, but
0: like if there's like a massage and I'm around and some <laughs> schadenfreude, like, yeah, sure, I guess I'm here to watch. <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess I'll watch it. Right. Um, but I'm glad they didn't just throw Buddy that one because they could have easily sort of, just because Buddy's such a, like, easy person to have on screen and plot filler and stuff, they could have resolved yeah. his conflict pretty quickly and had him back in the fray of things um but they're really hammering it out and i like that
2: i did too i like that and i loved i just love a good dramatic screw you yes the ring in the truck that was me so satisfying too
1: i'm so glad I she just, did that i
2: love that lila is is going through all this stuff because uh, me too at because the beginning of the show Jason. She, i'm sorry but
1: what a horrible human he is being <laughs>
2: I know. Just break up with Isla. Like, yes. you clearly don't want to be with her. I enjoy he's that he went with for the her. ring.
0: Like, it was just like, bank, <laughs> And she left, and he sat in the truck, and it was She's just like, like, okay, it's in the gutter somewhere. Like, right. you know, commit to the bit.
1: That would be awkward if he's bit. like, just like turns. He's like, do you mind if I turn on the light real quick? Right. Got to find and I'm also paralyzed, engagement. so I can't really can't really look for Can, can you like you get find out that car for me?
2: Thanks. And then we can keep making it
1: yeah, I'd also wonder yeah. the mechanics of their date. Does she lift him in and out of the car?
2: Hmm. Yeah, I feel like that
1: would be more difficult than they're letting on in this pretty TV world. <laughs> True. I will
2: say, I screw Jason, and he's being horrible. But I do like him and Susie. I like them. I together. do too, actually. In just a separate in their own world, yes. they're kind of a cool couple.
0: I was gonna say the best part of their entire storyline here was that they got to go to an Americanized Mexican restaurant with yes. unlimited chips and salsa and margaritas and holy shit i would take out a lung uh, right now to get to do that i was just like just doing and how jealous so i was that they get to go on that date i was like I'll, uh, I'll, and i bet I'll the music the is chair.
1: crappy and wonderful oh awful <laughs> mm.
0: yes there's definitely an mm. elvis movie playing even though elvis has nothing uh. really to do with this
1: Get that wet <laughs> condensation on your coaster. Mm. The, the coaster's
0: soaked through. It's falling to pieces. There's oh, yeah. not even a drink it's on like it. It's like
1: ripping yet. apart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, their cute little date, they ran into each other. Of course, she just happens to be in Dillon. Gotta pay her parking ticket in Dillon. Right, convenient. But poor Lila, so her parents are, are gonna get the divorce. They didn't like focus on that that much. We just kind of like found yeah. that out and then moved on. What um, if Susie intentionally
2: like violated a traffic law in Dylan. So she would have to do that Sneaky just in girl. case she ran into Jason. Honestly, I'd say props. That's always my move. So, I mean, foolproof. <laughs> <laughs> foolproof works every time. <laughs> Here, um, okay. The pro so move
0: is that actually you do a murder, but then you make sure that your beau is on yes. the jury. Now you're spending some quality time together <laughs> and he's getting to know all about you. Foolproof Texas dating. <laughs> it,
1: it, it's the only way yes as the mandalorian says this is the way mm. um okay so yes we get the iconic screw you which i loved um minka kelly yeah. delivered it in exactly how i wanted to hear it <laughs>
2: i'm sure she had a blast doing that can you imagine i'd I would be like, love they'd to be get like that we got line. it and i'd be like no i think we need like a
1: few more takes i would love to get a, fu- a take like that where you get to throw rip off an yeah. engagement ring and yell screw you that'd be fun maybe yes. i'll get to do it in real life one can only, only- dream <laughs>
2: Actually, no. I didn't even get to do the yelling. I kind of did the preemptive yelling in um in Fiddler on the Roof when oh, Tevia yeah. and I are like our daughter, and I'm like she's gone, and he's like Hava me? is dead to us. So I didn't get like the big line, but I, I we did we we were fighting. We had to like stare yeah. at each other really intense. We I got I, uh, got good. And I miss that it. energy,
1: man. That Fiddler on the Roof energy. The Fiddler. <laughs> energy.
0: Be, being being in small town Kansas and being on the football team, but also being. Uh, in the musical theater program did mean that sometimes mm. there was some crossover. Uh, so in particular, there was a, uh, a Friday night where uh, at halftime, I had to make sure we were up by enough so I could run from the locker room to the high school so I could be the dentist in Little Shop. Uh, which is oh uh, just a hell of a costume oh, yeah. change. And it's like, why is the dentist the so serious... sweaty? But you know what? Tracks with the character. <laughs> Let's do a why song is the and dentist dance.
1: Let's do it. That's amazing. We had, some of, That's awesome. we had some football players that were definitely in the drama world at our high school, and that was fun.
2: We recruited them for White Christmas. We needed a lot of guy dancers. But some and... of them were like,
1: they took it really seriously.
2: No, no, they did. Yeah. And a lot of them used it for their like, college essay. And then they were like, they're like, we only get to do it four times because they're like, we get to play, like, you know, how many games in kind a of season? It's like, I know, it's like, shh, and welcome showbiz. It's, it's hard, you know? It's just such a rush, and then it's all and over. And then you want to do it again. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no profit, were at but, least um, not
0: at the sort of high school, uh, not saying that anyone else here was, uh, but the sort of place where... Um, makeup effects were used to uh fix a west side story or a raisin in the sun situation where there was an all mm, I white I see what cast. you're saying.
2: <laughs> Thankfully no. Um, I don't we, think we were we just too stuck bad. to we were white just like we're white unfortunately. <laughs> we were
1: we're white it was we're a, do white
2: Christmas, you know.
1: <laughs> but it was an aggressively private white school, so <laughs> there yes.
2: were other And issues. I don't know <laughs> I don't know what accent I used for Golda and Fiddler on the Roof. It's supposed to be Yiddish. I think I was probably like german or something i just it was different every time rough european so so there was like a little appropriation but thankfully no makeup
0: hilariously the worst like high school photo i've ever seen of it was of uh, an ex-girlfriend who went to a private jewish high school in in the richest part of la and i was like they knew better small (laughs) town kansas did not know better but like these raising in the better. sun photos you knew. are you you knew. Yeah. You knew. Come on. I yeah. feel like
1: for us there That's were there weren't enough people of color to even like typecast, and there were yeah. too many white people to pretend. So we just yeah. like did it. White. <laughs> yeah. We just did white shows. Um but that was private school. haha <laughs> ha. Yeah. <laughs> um so okay, what do we move into the roast? Yes. I I said um, right before I said Tim calls on
2: his support dog, a.k.a. Tyra. Oh, yeah.
1: So Tammy has decided that she wants her and Julie to stay in Dylan, which I feel like is a fine decision, but it's a pretty fucking bold one to make. Like, after they've been deliberating about this for so long, I feel like she really needed to voice that opinion sooner.
2: Yeah, well, and it sucks because she told him don't, Tell them yes, and then he was pressured, yeah. so he said yes, and she could see how happy it was, so she didn't push. I back. did pull that time, no way. But then, but then it's like he, that's him him going to have that job and leaving his family is not him having his dream. Like yeah, you got to do one or the other. I'm sorry. Like yes, it's but true. It, it but I
0: also point think it was, that within yeah. like the the season and within the the arc of this story there has been time to approach this. Within the contents of this episode, standing by itself, it is only her saying, don't do this, him absolutely doing this, and then him refusing to listen to anything she has to say, which is also, this is this discussion that they have is one of the first times that I remember sitting down, like watching an episode of TV and being like, oh, that is a behavior I have that I need to correct. <laughs> like watching it with my then girlfriend and be like, Oh, when I've made my. Uh, oh, I see what it looks like now on the outside. I love what an episode of TV does then. Like, oh, we can yes. a, we can actually fix men oh. uh, slowly but surely. Yes. And, and yes. which is certainly the one to do it throughout this show.
2: Yes. <laughs> certainly. Yeah. I feel like they all classically have very good communication. And this episode, it was
1: like, woo. It was. They're on different pages and they're communicating a little bit, but it's. But I also think weird. there was a lot of missed signals here. So, like, Tammy should have yes, maybe she didn't like come to the realization that she wanted to stay until now, but she should have been doing that searching before. And she was kind of like pinning it all on Julie and focusing on her without realizing that she was feeling that way too. And then she's telling him to keep putting off the job, which to me in the real rational world is frustrating because he can only put it off for so long. Like he is, like they did... They will give you an ultimatum like that, especially if he's going to go visit, like if he's going to go do an on-site thing, she should have known, they should have known yeah. that they yeah. that they were going to do that. that They're going to say, you need to take this job. It. They'd been waiting the for a aspect long time. Also, like
0: definitely sits there in that way that like, this isn't on the school, it's actually on coach, but to be like, I do not want this to come out until after the game because it would ruin my town when the game is like three days away seems like the sort right. of thing that had he have communicated i can give you an answer then they would know an answer was coming uh, that is but also true. Yes. you can telegraph what you're going to do and be like i can't say it yet or you don't come <laughs> home and immediately tell your teenage daughter and then let her go over to the quarterback's yes. house with no sort of like by the way maybe don't mention this to anybody right now and then like the <laughs> yeah it's just such a disaster I hated that in terms too, of like very also, simple like, solutions like, Oh, yes. I'm
2: sure, I'm sure Julie completely disobeyed them. She's such a brat. I'm right. sure they told her but not to tell them. Explain, but, but
1: they she, didn't explain, but did really she like that. drive herself over there? She just like, they really did not need to tell her.
2: True. And you're right. Um, this whole time she's been concerned about Julie, you didn't really get the sense that she didn't, I mean, of course it's going to be a change in like, um, a decision to move, but Tammy hasn't voiced, like, I want to stay here just like Julie, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So. And so
1: I found that, I thought it was a little like Tammy whoopsies, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, would be, I'd be super pissed if I told my husband to not accept the job and he came home and was like, I took the job. But I think that it was complicated and he was kind of in a tricky situation. I, yeah. They both had kind of put themselves in a, into a web, I think. <laughs> yeah.
3: How many relationships um, do
0: you know that pan out after an ultimatum? Let's just do office stuff for the exactly. rest of us. <laughs> I mean, we're about to do a roast, so why not? <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Let's do the Michael Scott roast.
0: <laughs> oh my yeah,
1: gosh. ultimatums, uh, as we know. Angela, oh, I couldn't see you behind that grain of rice. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, before
2: we play the Tammy speech and do a little Tammy time, I wanted to play um, Tim's killer joke. Oh, my God. <laughs>
3: I'll tell you, when he first started as quarterback, he was so shy... He had to email his plays
2: in. <laughs> oh well, I first love this. That smashes this. That buddy yes.
1: <laughs> yes. yes. joke. Classic hearts yeah. rec moment. Yes.
3: <laughs> now, for as long as I know Tim Riggins, there's only two phrases that can put a smile on his face. Number one, we going to state. And number two. The results are in. You are not the
2: father. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty oh, good. So I actually meant the Tim, the roast of Tim. Yes, that's what oh. I wanted to play. Yes. Wait, where are you going to play
1: Tim's? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me,
0: right. I'm just play him. you, baby. i <laughs> Hey, uh, how about Saracen sleeping with the coach's daughter? Uh. Boom. Yikes.
1: Ro- Tim. <laughs> it's kind of like the, like, the Christopher
2: thing. thing when they're like Emily, you know, Makes Christopher be this crazy maniacal person all of a sudden. It's yes. like they're like Tim, be Tarzan all of a sudden. I yeah, they like dumb him like, down. Yeah, like he's clearly articulate, and then he's like, "I I know we're we're going to state like
1: <laughs> I know. just like Tarzan." Emphasizing when they it's make him really funny, stupid though. like that, Brock. We call him Tarzan Tim. Yeah, um, that was a I hard mean, Tarzan Tim. He's been
0: railing beers all night <laughs> yeah it's, it's true yes, true
1: that's true oh, he right. drunk. although he yes, still dumb
0: that. but never mind i'm not trying to defend right.
1: it we are both. still worried about his literacy which i love how often they make fun of him for quote-unquote not being able to read it's amazing <laughs> yes um yes i loved all of the roast i love that buddy still smashes joke <laughs> i know <laughs> and he says that to waverly when he brings her oh my gosh i know. let's talk
2: about that because that was when storm was playing so it was just all awesome that was and
1: i think one of my favorite my favorite moment of the episode yes it was so sweet and like a little sultry too she you know like what
2: leads him inside it was sultry nice.
1: but you know what mm-hmm. that was what was cozy that was cozy there we go full circle he brought her the, sweet I just, plate with... that little warm plate yeah that was cozy yeah. That, is, that would make me so happy if I was having an off week emotionally or I was like just trying to get right and I was having to miss an event or something and I was feeling overwhelmed. And she even told him like that he didn't need to worry about her at all to, and to have fun and that he came by is so thoughtful and so out of the way and really sweet. It's really sweet. So
2: I'm going to do a little monsplaining because this episode had some phrases actually from Tammy, not from Eric. Oh, yeah. Tammy's.
1: Uh, oh, Dropping good idea. The, oh, I'm the glad metaphors. you're going to do this. Yeah. Tammy's little well, uh, saucy speech. Guys, the nickel package is
2: back. It's not. The the nickel n- package. It's the nickel defense. <laughs> the
1: nickels are back.
2: The nickels are back, y'all. It says. Nickel back. Y'all. Nickel back, y'all. The nickel defense in football. And. Oh my gosh, we have Brock here. Thank God he can help. Um, oh my gosh, a real-life football player. A real-life football player. Um, it refers to a lineup with five defensive backs, and the dime package features six defensive backs. These alignments are primarily used to stop the offensive passing game, but variations of these defenses can also be effective versus the run.
1: That didn't help me at all. Got it? The nickel what defense is, is just using confusing defense, as the nickel Brock? package. Do you know what the nickel defense is? <laughs>
0: I would just be I saying think it the was same a Josh, a Josh Grisham
1: book, <laughs> or a John Grisham book.
0: <laughs> no, it's a Josh Grisham I, book. It's definitely Josh Grisham, it like Josh an off-brand Grisham. John Grisham novel about <laughs> right. a football playing like, detective.
1: <laughs> the Nickel Defense by John Grisham.
0: <laughs> he lost by his law license, so he has to coach high school football, but what he'll uncover <laughs> yeah. is murder on the first down. Like <laughs> oh my
1: God, I love it. <laughs>
2: I think um, it just means, like, if there's one less defensive back, they call yeah. it nickel. And if there's one more, it's dime. I don't know why they m- go from five to ten instead well, why of do just, we like, do it in one change. penny, two pennies or something. I one penny defense, two penny defense. Interesting. But then she also talked about the 3-4 defense and the
1: 4-3.
2: So the 3-4. But four, she was talking
1: about the bedroom, right? I know. Are which, you going to tie it all into each position she was talking about? Let's get raunchy. Yeah,
2: for sure. Uh, the nickel defense that's is the safe word yeah yeah <laughs> the nickel defense and then the three honestly four, i don't imagine
1: well actually maybe tammy and eric are a little wild they're a little frisky
2: i could see that but also okay i don't okay let me just describe okay, the sorry. three four defense <laughs> is a common defensive alignment consisting of three down linemen and four line backers whereas the four three Consists of four down linemen and three linebackers. And we've talked about the difference between linemen and linebackers. The linemen are on the line; they push. They're big guys. Linebackers are also big guys, but they're more pushing through and um, sacking the quarterback. But yeah, let's talk about how it was like dirty, which was kind of. I loved it. I thought it was. I mean, so I loved edgy. it. It was.
1: It's yeah. I know, and I love showing up um, Tyra's reaction. She was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. all right. yeah." I thought it was great. She was like totally queen of that room. Yeah, she was. She know she knew her audience. She was like, "It's Tammy time." Yeah. yeah. And then when she walked off the stage. Everyone was like standing ovation. I loved yeah. that. Um, but yeah, she was getting saucy. I I remember the first time I watched this episode, and it took me by surprise too. And I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> very very sweet.
0: So it also has an element to it with it that always feels uh, a little double sided, where like. She does this very nice, caring thing where it's she just radiates this love for her husband, who she is currently a little furious at. at. But also is trying yeah. to let him know, like, I do love you, and I'm about to tell you that what you want is not happening. But also, I think that she knows that um, she's about to enter into a period where everyone in the town hates them, and this is a last chance yeah. to really uh, build some 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 positive spirit.
1: Bring down the towards barn, the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> that's true and she's also i think kind of sticking it to him a little bit she's like look at the role that i play for you
0: i yeah. can be mm-hmm. the adult in the room you see which is why i should yes. make decisions and she's not wrong yeah <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. i agree i thought it was a yep. total power move i loved it yeah it was a total was nickel awesome. move
2: <laughs> total nickel defense
0: move that's classic
2: nickel defense. You nailed it
1: that's... i nailed it <laughs> she's not a nickel y'all she's a dime she is a dime So then we kind of we don't really get them like hashing it out, but we get their resolution after this moment when they're back at home. Um, Yes. Like sometimes we see them sort of like really fight it out. But this time she just kind of like made her move, I think, Mm -hmm. at the dinner and was like, this is the role I'm willing to play for you that I have been playing for you. But also like respect me. Look at what I who I am and what I can do. Yeah.
2: Do we want to play the Landry and Tyra, though, first?
1: Yeah, let's do that. And then we'll wrap okay. up on, and on we'll Eric wrap up and Tammy. With,
2: perfect. Because and we'll see in the clip, but um
1: Yes, yeah, so Tyler love, does have a sweet moment with Landry at the at the roast. At the roast. I just love that he's
2: in the middle of his whole speech and then just like gets cut off. And it's very naturally cut off. You know, it's not mm-hmm. sitcommy. It's very Yeah. It's what we love about the show. It's very
1: lived in. Real. Mm-hmm. Hey Landry.
3: Tyra. Listen, um, about the other day, what happened? What other day?
1: Okay, come me a break here. I'm not very good at this. I'm sorry about what I said.
3: There's not that big of a deal. I mean, I, mean, I don't think you're a geek. No, just the pathetic and the, I don't have any friends.
1: Okay, I don't think those things either. I was just pissed because,
3: Did you think that I, that I really wanted to tell someone, Tyra? I know why you did. I was just feeling burned about everything that happened, and I took it out on
1: you, I'm trying to be better. a lot of things.
3: Mm, so I guess that explains why I're getting back with Riggins then What?
1: This feels a little a childish. Yeah. You say no, that, I'm just here as his friend.
3: Right, right, you say that now, but then, you know, what about that? What about the after party when all the beer starts flowing and, you know, Riggins comes in with this cute but tragic Texas forever routine? What about then? All right. Tim and I are just friends, Landry. Hey, you know what? I know this whole thing is none of my business because you're a big girl and you can do whatever you want, but but do you really want to spend the rest of your life with someone that, that, that cheats on you and who drinks all the time and who's just going to end up working at a gas station and, you know, puking all his paycheck up? Is that what you want? You know, he's going to cheat on you some more and then you're going to have a few of his not so biologically gifted kids. Are, are you
1: trying to make me take back my apology right now? Because it's working.
3: I'm sorry. But for some reason, I really just think that there's a guy out there that'll show up sober, that'll uh, listen to you whenever you talk, and that, that, that'll actually, you know, respect your opinions, and actually take care of you and actually recognize you for the smart and beautiful and caring woman that you are, Tyra. A you know, guy to that guy. There yep. she is going on lando how are you?
1: That such a good moment it's so going sweet. on lando i know the only but thing it, or go ahead
2: yeah no i was just gonna say it, it does walk the line of like i'm a good guy you deserve to be with me or you should be with me because yes. that's you know um
0: because your other choices and, are dumb and shit and like you're awful <laughs> if you're making them
1: yes and it does also yes. set Play with a little bit, which and this was not definitely not a thing in the early two thousands. Yeah, the like friend zoning thing is starting to finally kind of get a little air of like sometimes the pressure on women with their like guy friends and nice friends um, to that we're not allowed to just be friends and that we're supposed to be in love with them because they're the nice ones and whatever.
0: Can you imagine um, how many relationships on this show would have been improved by ghosting? Just like those <laughs> characters' lives would have skipped so much trauma and they would have been like. Cool. Right. I just move Absolutely.
1: On. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Except yeah. for Smash and Waverly. Yes. Although they we do get a ghost there. <laughs> we do. But ironically. this was super sweet. I really loved hearing or watching Tyra hear that from Landry. Even though it was like it was yeah. like borderline cheesy, but just enough to, to eat it up.
2: Yeah. And it was yeah, it was borderline, nice guy thing yeah. and a little borderline, like you were not assaulted. She was yes. like, I know you're upset and you're bearing this burden, but you need to remember that. Yeah. Um,
1: remember. But we love,
2: we love Lando. Ooh,
1: you are. But I also loved as Ooh, he sort of are. finished that, he's like, I mean, I don't know what they're really building with like her and Tim. I don't, I don't know if I could have done without that, without him being like, yeah. Cause then they bring Tim in right at the end, which was a nice moment. It was well done. I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. did we need that? But he's like, you need someone. I kind of liked it though. Cause
2: There's no air of him trying to be swarming. He was literally just like, I just got dumped and I want to be with my friend. Totally.
1: I thought it was well done. I liked it. I'm just like, I don't know if that's something they like flesh out or if it's something they're building. I I think it was a little out in the ether, but it was well done. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. It was cute. And then we get to finish up on kind of, I mean, we finish on the abyss, but um, <laughs> we wrap up we with on the sort of Eric telling Tammy all of those things that Landry was saying that, mm. you know, every woman True. deserves to hear, which every human deserves to hear. Amen.
3: we done fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As soon as I
0: love you. I
3: respect you.
0: Mm. I'm proud of you.
3: Mm. And I'm in love with you completely. I'm sorry for the way all this happened. I'll tell you what, though. Austin is going to be good to this family. I know it is. Is it? But, baby, I'm not going to Austin. I can't leave here now. Bed
1: with me it was really nice mm. really well done i loved that Take ending too i like that they didn't wrap it up really um yeah she just is like that's not what's gonna happen
2: let's go to bed but it it's like it's not a wrap-up but it's also like oh shit like she's not going yeah. you know it's not like her being like, oh, I really think I should say. It. It's like, but honey, like, it's not, I'm not it's going. Not in and nothing's changing my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and that's a very realistic moment. I feel like in relationships, like you don't always find the answer before you get to climb into bed at night. Like sometimes you just that the storm <laughs> arrives. The storm <laughs> rages. Storm on. rages on. But I like that um, they didn't feel like they needed to put a button on it or anything. They just kind of let it uh, be open, which is kind yeah. of hard to do and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't think I would change anything. I like the way they have it open-ended and it leads into the the end of this uh, season with a lot on the table.
0: And it's a great episode of TV yeah, that also, like, for a penultimate series thing, introduces the idea that you're already thinking early, like there are five or six different configurations that season two can start mm-hmm. with and they're all equally on the table yeah. and none of them are wrong but all of them are going to be hard there's no easy one totally
1: and for those of us that have seen ahead know that it's not really anything that we could predict (laughs) which they do such a good job of um and yeah i'm excited to i think this great i think the penultimate episode is hard it's hard not to overshadow the end of the series it's hard to set things up in the right way i think it's just like a tricky um section of writing and that they did a really good job it's like the perfect amount of um open-endedness and also Mm -hmm. like progression of plot without being too overshadowing of what's to come i agree so what are you writing it that seemed like a good yeah i guess that is my summation i loved um addressing the aftermath of tyra's assault i loved uh tammy's um speech and her sort of grab the horns moment and her double on, her double on tons, foo- a la football on and mm-hmm. um i'm glad that garrity finally uh, chucked the ring back at jason and i'm glad that jason finally got his dick on with susie and the other garrity chucked her ring at exactly body. garrity's chucking rings all, all over the place. rings we're chucking rings <laughs> chucking rings y'all <laughs> Um, so yeah, I really liked the way I thought everything was really well balanced and I'm super excited f- to see, um, what are all the threads that they pull at next? I'm going to give it, no. I'm going to give it eight out of 10 nickel packages. Yes. It is back. Nickel defenses. <laughs> nickel defenses. Nickel defenses in the <laughs> yes. packages. Of Tammy and Eric's bed, (laughs) Brock. Would you like to go next? Yep.
2: Four out of
0: five uh, bipolar hall passes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Love it.
0: (laughs) Perfect. You know what? Five out of five. Um, This is an all-time classic. This is one that you think of when you think of the series. Every part of this totally lands without being too over the top. There's not even a football game. (laughs) But 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 there is. I know we didn't uh, even talk about that. Coach. and Jason uh, teaming up on Saracen in a scene that would belong yes. better in Letterkenny than in Friday Night Lights.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, it totally is. So you got in the game, heads not in the that.
0: game. You're up for a scrap, not up for a scrap. But You should be up for a scrap, head in the game.
1: It is so, I don't know if you've watched Letterkenny. I don't think he's ready. Does he look like he's ready? No, he's like, a ready. <laughs> like a he's like a fleet. Yeah, that was a great, that was a great little bit.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because we forgot to talk about that. I agree with all that has been said. I I do think it's tricky to do a penultimate episode and I really loved the ending. Um I loved them grappling with the assault. I mean, I don't love it, but right. I, lo- I liked like that they're um diving into that really tricky um topic and I love Smash and Wave doing their yeah. thing. So, I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. You stole my, you stole Dude, my.
0: Gracie Riggins is. Oh,
2: Tarzan true, Riggs. but there was something else. Um, uh, no, okay, plates, Sorry. plates uh, of sausage. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten flimsy plates of sausage. Love it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Love it. Well, Love thanks it. for joining us, Brock. Can you tell us where we can follow you and hear all about your rabbit holes?
0: Uh, <laughs> I am at Brock Wilbur on every platform. I am the editor in chief of uh, Kansas City's alt paper the pitch which you can find at the um and uh yeah just sort of generally around I have a couple of books coming out uh, i released a book last year about a terrible video game uh postal uh, from the boss fight book series um yeah that's my stuff thank you guys so much for having me awesome monica pleasure to meet you carly best of pleasure luck with this you. horrific journey hey! you're on <laughs>
1: thanks so far so good we'll be done soon <laughs> don't even worry about me
0: I meant meant your medical journey, but I feel like you're talking about a plow through of Friday night lights. I'm sure. I was talking about my medical
1: journey, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Very trivializing, but thank you. But we'll be done soon. And um, follow the podcast uh, to keep up with how I'm doing, how we're doing, how Jason's doing, how everyone's doing. And um, yeah, follow us at TX Forever Pod on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook, and Twitter. Join our Facebook group. Friday Night Lights, Panther Pride. Yep. Super fun. And we will see y'all next we'll week see y'all at, state. at freaking State. We made it.
0: We made <laughs> it. I to state y'all.
2: Oh, All right, Brock, say it with us. Clear God, eyes, full hearts, can't time. lose. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye. Y'all. All my
3: friends oh, were vampires. ta